If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Saving lives with virtual reality. I'm Tanya Hall, and joining me is Dr. Nishant Krishnananthan, co-founder and co-CEO of Vantari VR. Welcome, Nish. Thanks, Tanya. Welcome. Uh, nice to nice to actually be on your podcast because I've listened quite a lot in the in the past. So I'm excited to be here. Well, thank you so much, and we're delighted to have you. So, what is the mission of Vantari VR, and what motivated you and the other co-founders to start the company? Um, it's something we get asked a lot because it's a mission that we're really passionate about. Um, I myself spent about ten years as a clinician in healthcare in Australia. Um, I worked a lot in surgery, in urology predominantly, so prostate cancer, bladder cancer work. Uh, my co-founder, Vijay, is not here today, but he came from an emergency medical background, so he dealt with a lot of trauma. So together, we noticed a big problem in education and training. We were still learning the traditional apprenticeship model, which is see one, do one, teach one. Um, and often we were doing procedures for the very first time in the middle of the night. And I thought, if we're a medical practitioner, why aren't we going through hundreds of hours of training like flight simulators or anything else or any other industry where, you know, the person is um, at the most risk? So I, I thought if I was a patient or if I was a family member, getting a clinician to do a procedure on me, I'd want them to be as proficient as possible. Um, and so our big mission uh, through Vantari is to eliminate medical error that occurs from procedures and save lives in the process. So one of the things that really stood out to me um, in 2017 was virtual reality. I really wanted to leverage it for something meaningful in healthcare. Um, obviously, it's done great things in property, mining, entertainment, lots of different industries, and in, even in aviation. So it was fantastic to use the resource to really build out Vantari, which is virtual reality training for healthcare, allowing clinicians, students to practice life-saving procedures in a safe environment before doing them on real patients uh, with a mission to eliminate medical error. Before VR, what were the challenges that medical professionals and patients both shared regarding medical imaging? So initially with, the, with procedures um, and medical imaging, there are a number of challenges. So virtual reality itself has gone through a number of iterations to where it is now. So it's actually matured, which is great. But from a medical standpoint, one of the toughest things when we were learning procedures is you'd use you know, traditional uh, mechanisms of learning. So online videos, uh, mannequins, textbooks, cadavers, animal models, and all the rest. So you used a host of things before you could actually get to a patient, patient and deliver um, a procedural care. So given what's happening with COVID and even in the past, what we've seen is um, inability to access these resources. Um, there's a two-year waiting list in Australia to attend uh, workshops. You often have to fly out to other countries, the US, Canada, to learn certain pieces of skills or equipment. And so you've got a number of issues along the pathway in someone's training that it would lead to X amount of missed knowledge as such. So if you are then in a regional hospital, if you're in a tertiary hospital and you haven't got the right support to deliver that care to a patient, well, that means how are you gonna learn it straight away? Is it that you jump on YouTube, watch a video? Is it that you carry a textbook the whole way through? 
Or is it that you can practice in a safe environment like VR, where you can pop on a headset, you get to do the procedure according to college guidelines, you feel you know, confident, comfortable, and also that you've met best practice before you can deliver that care. So I think the challenges have been a very archaic way of learning. And I think we've moved away from even animal models due to ethical reasons. Um, mannequins, cadavers have their own limitations as you can imagine, because they're large physical resources. And the way the world is moving, especially due to how uh, COVID's accelerated that part, um, it is moving to a digitization of healthcare delivery. So would you say this is also how VR helps surgeons prepare for a procedure? hundred uh, percent. I think VR has got a number of different components to it. So obviously it's what we do in terms of, um, you know, medical education and training. You've got all the way where they do distraction therapy, helping patients deal with PTSD, um, all of the rest uh, around immersive therapy um, in mental health. But then what you mentioned with surgery. So you've got the ability to mimic surgeries. You've got the ability to do surgical planning in VR where you've got better visuospatial understanding. Um, you've got this whole 3D element that VR brings. And I think um, I'm so grateful to be part of this era where VR has actually matured. You know, VR has been spoken about for the last 30, 40 years as a game-changing technology. And the ability to actually integrate it now meaningfully into something like healthcare is fantastic. And I myself being a clinician from the inside can see the value. And I think that's what drove me and my co-founder to really make that transition into running Vantari, which we've been running for about three and a half years now, full time. So it's a fantastic leap in that way. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. What sort of performance enhancements have you seen in medical professionals as they utilize VR for training? So I think there's a lot of work being done, not just locally in Australia, but around the world. And what we're finding is a lot of measures that are actually going to lead to better proficiency and eventually reduction in medical error, because that's the big thing. If we can say that patients aren't in hospital um, as often as needed for healthcare reasons, because then you can actually deliver more care to patients, um, in addition to the fact that they're not receiving as many complications because of something we can control. Um, VR has seen clinicians and students being able to practice procedures a number of times and reach a proficiency that everyone's quite happy with. Um, so we've seen things like 95% engagement. So that means they're learning more intuitively and better in immersive VR environment. We've seen data come out like 75% retention. So we're finding that clinicians are learning better, engage more, but also remembering more. So if they're doing those two things, that's going to lead to all of these great um, you know, data points that essentially mean that they can be ready to deliver care to patients. So whether you're a junior that's never done a procedure before and you want to learn it in the best possible way, or as clinicians, one of the things that the most affects us is de-skilling. So it might be that we haven't done a procedure for three or four years, but we still have to know it to the absolute best level. So what better way where you can jump into VR, do a refresher? So I think there's a whole array of components that VR can plug into, but I think those measures of, you know, sort of, um, engagement, retention, and then overall performance um, enhancing, those are the kind of metrics that are really important for VR to take it to the next level in healthcare. 
Do you have any success stories about maybe lives saved or improved for that matter as a direct result of utilizing VR in the medical practice? It, it always hits home when someone actually tells you how much uh, you know, your technology has made a difference to their life. Um, so we had a, we've got four partnership hospitals here uh, and one of the hospitals out in Perth, so that's uh, Western Australia. Um, we had a clinician who's been training for about eight years. Um, he hadn't done a chest drain procedure for a number of years. Um, through our software, he had the opportunity to do it. Um, and, you know, when he did it, he just said, look, this is a great refresher. I'm glad I got to do it. But little did he know that a few days later, he had to do the procedure in the middle of the night. So he actually texted us and said, look, I'm so glad that I got to do this virtual reality simulator because I was able to deliver this patient care. So it's amazing where you can actually make a difference without realizing. So I think the more we get VR into people's hands and the big, our big vision is also to deliver it to each person's house. I think in the future where everyone's got a headset where it's almost ubiquitous uh, as much as a smartphone, it allows clinicians to train at home and really receive those continuing professional development points along the way. Along those lines, I noticed that the Ventari website lists the system requirements to get started with your VR platform. You specify a computer with mid-range CPU and mid-range graphics. How do you accomplish your mission with relatively modest VR hardware? Um, so I think the great thing about VR is it has matured as a technology. So we can actually leverage upon, you know, say a Quest 2 or a HTC Vive and so on. We maintain that we are hardware agnostic, but generally we go with what the clients want or the customers find more comfortable. So they mean leaning to one or two things in, in terms of the hardware requirement. Um, even uh, as the laptop, you would have seen it, like we use a, uh, a local manufacturer for laptops and they provide that laptop in terms of, um, I guess, adding the fidelity to a headset. Where we want to get it is to this all-in-one headset, which you know people talk about all the time. And I think it's getting there, but it's not quite there to deliver enterprise applications like what we do. Um, where the fidelity of the environment, the assets, the, the hand interactions, all of that has to be to a certain quality because you are mimicking real life procedures at the end of the day. Um, where I think that VR will go, and I guess immersive technology will go, is almost a hybrid system. I think you can flick in um, sort of AR and VR, so you've got a mixed reality system. Um, both are going to have different parts to play in healthcare. One's going to be more imaging, planning, in terms of augmented reality phase, anatomy teaching. Then you need immersiveness for scenario building, complication training, uh, procedural delivery, like all of those things, I think, have components. So I'm, I'm really hoping that the hardware manufacturers continue to kick goals in this space and can get us to a, a true mixed reality system. Dr. Nishant Krishnananthan, co-founder and co-CEO of Ventari VR. If somebody wants to connect with you, Nish, what's the best way they can do that? Look, I don't have TikTok as, uh, as Tanya, you may have suggested before the show, but please feel free to reach out to me at uh, nish at vantarivr.com or you can jump on the website, www.vantarivr.com. Thanks again. Thanks, Sonia. Of course. And uh, find and subscribe to more of my interviews right here on all the major podcast platforms under the Tanya Hall Innovation Show or at tanyahall.net. Thanks for watching.